Are your Sunday mornings missing these precise engagement moments? Coming up on the Better Sundays podcast. Welcome to the Better Sundays podcast. Focus, practical, and usable advice for church leaders looking to reach new young families and impact their community. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Hey, Mike Holmes here in studio, and we are doing the double whammy again here. We've got YouTube going, and welcome to all my YouTubers, as well as our podcast. Welcome to everybody on the Better Sundays podcast. Thank you so much for being with us. Uh, I've been doing some traveling, been uh, out west uh, helping a church planner, doing a few things, so been busy. Haven't been able to get a couple of the regular recordings out, but uh, we're back on track here and ready to go. So thank you so much for being with us. Today we are covering a very, very important thing. And also uh, we have a, a great announcement here. We're, uh, the thing I've been working on, this engagement idea sheet, is finally completed. Stay tuned to the end and I'll be able to give you uh, the address on how to get that for those of you that are watching online Two pages of uh, tons of work right here uh, going into this, and I'm excited about uh, kind of synthesizing or kind of summarizing everything down into a couple of simple, simple things. So anyway, welcome aboard to our podcast. Uh, we're going to be talking about uh, some precise things uh, that our Sunday mornings need to have to get people engaged. And I'm going to give you two things, and they're kind of an interesting category here. When you, when you hear them, you'll kind of understand, but... There's something I really want you to work on, and if you're in our academy here, and uh, even for those of you that are not in our academy, uh, this is uh, the idea is we really try to work on our Sundays, and if we're going to have better Sundays or better Sunday schools for my Sunday school teachers that are watching this, then you've got to work on it and not in it. In other words, you've got to have times where you plan and ahead of time, you're really, you know, fine-tuning and preparing and getting things done and not actually in the moment. Now, when you're in the moment, I mean, you got to be teaching, you got to be ready, got to go, got to be flexible. I mean, there's all sorts of things you've got to do at the time of your teaching and preaching, and that's got to be good too. But most of what we're talking about are things that are done on Mondays, Tuesdays, and Wednesdays, Thursdays, and Fridays, and Saturdays, but not on Sundays. You'll see the fruit of it on a Sunday. It will all come together on a Sunday, but these precise things that we're talking about are very, very important. So let me get into the content here of kind of what we're doing. Okay, we all have a time when we meet with our people, okay? If you're a Sunday school teacher, you know, from 9.30 to 10.15 or whatever. If you're a preacher, maybe 11, you know, 20 by the time you get to preach, and then it's, you know, close to noon when you're you're done. There's a lot of different uh, times there, but I want you to kind of grab hold of that time, and I know that that time is expanded on, on both ends just a little bit, where you'd have music at the beginning, music at the end, you'd have some singing, you'll have some announcements, and you'll have some of that. All of that is generally known as our Sunday morning service time or our Sunday school time. And it is generally speaking, and I'm talking about it here very generally for, for some of you, we're just going to say it's about a 60-minute moment there that you have from the time that people kind of walk in and you start to, you know, like say, do some music and some special and welcome. And if you're with kids, I mean, you're going to be doing a little, maybe a game time and a verse sheet and a memory and little kids are going to be 
be doing some coloring, but you've got about an hour. Now, that hour is super important, and that needs to be well, well planned. But when we're talking about engaging our and I don't like to use this word, but I will for the moment here, customers, okay, the people that have chosen to be with us. When we're talking about engaging our parishioners and our congregants and our attenders, when, when we're talking about engaging them, we're going to be doing some things in that one hour period. If you missed it, last week we covered on how to make your Sunday services engaging. We dealt with a variety of feedback techniques and the way to get their mind engaged and the way to use you know what we call inductive questioning and where they're playing the game with you they're kind of participating in your message because you're asking questions and they're coming along with you that that is all very important and that is during that one that one hour period uh, when you are doing all that what we have found and what we have strived to do at our church is we take that one hour time and we know we've got them, you know, and we're going to from 11 o'clock to 12 o'clock. That's the moment we got them. They're pretty much going to sit there and be with us. But we found out that if, if, you know, single mom comes and she gets her kids all dressed up and they come to church or someone takes time out of their schedule and, you know, breaks away and comes to church and does something, you know, special, that one hour is a very precious moment for them. But it is about the only, especially if they're new people, it's the only time that you're going to get them during the week, maybe at a Bible study or another service possibly. But what we want to do is take that one hour and we want to add something on the front end of it and we want to add something on the back end. And these are these two precise engagement moments that we want to. To, to work on here in today's podcast and today's YouTube. So they're very, very par- powerful time. I'm going to give them some very creative names. I'm going to call them the pre-time, and I'm going to call them the post-time, okay? Pre-time and post-time, and these are not to be confused with your regular church service time in there. It's on both ends of that. It's when we can expand, because folks, their, their hearts are tender. They've come. They're, they're, they've stepped into the situation. They're there at church, and we can take advantage of that time and be a blessing to them and get them engaged and start to connect with us and inter- get interlocked in with us a little bit so that we can then minister to them through throughout later in the week and throughout later in the year, et cetera, et cetera. Now, we have found that if you're going to disciple people, one of the most important things for discipling people is attendance. In other words, you it's just hard to disciple someone who's not there, okay? And I understand that, you know, books are a type of discipleship and a radio program is a discipleship uh, form, et cetera. There are some some things there. But we think absolutely the best thing is that the local church can disciple people who are sitting in the same room with them face-to-face. And when people start to move into discipleship and start to, to grow, in other words, they're moving from just sitting and kind of listening to starting to grow and starting to develop that somewhere in there there are these tiny little moments of commitment where they step forward or they step out or they sign up for something or they volunteer for something or they raise their hand and say, that's me, pray for me. All of those things are little tiny moments. So if you could go back in every single person's discipleship process, you would probably find some little micro moments, little mini commitment moments that they started 
to kind of like, hey, I'll I'll do that, or I'll come to that, or I'll be involved with that. And from there, it's obviously our job to get them more involved and teach them spiritual stuff. So what we want to do is the very best we can as feeders of the sheep and leaders of the sheep is to make sure that we are taking the, the using those the best we can, those micro moments and creating these engagement opportunities, creating this, you know, an anticipation for they're going to sign up for something. It's going to be a little thing that's going to lead to something bigger. And it can be the tiniest of things that start to get people to, to roll. The tiniest of things that create the momentum that gets them going. And again, if we could go back in our, you know, videotape our own lives and our own discipleship, there were probably a, a time when you said, you know, I think I'm going to go help with that, or I'm going to volunteer here, or, I'm going to step forward and do that, or I'm going to, you know, go talk to the pastor. And you made that first step, that first motion, that first thing. And we think that the pre-time and the post-time are great ways to plug in some of those many moments that are in there. Now, there, those can be, the, the motion can start during the service as well, and we want that to happen. That was last week's podcast, and you can go look at it on YouTube as well as our uh, better, the Better Sundays podcast. You can go find it there. And when you find it and you listen to it, make sure you give us a thumbs up, okay? I uh, appreciate, uh, appreciate all the thumbs up that we've been getting lately. Now, I want to go through and kind of touch on these because these are, are some price, precise things, and, and, and we often kind of miss these moments. We just kind of well, church is over, and like, and if you're the pastor, it's like, huh, you know, you made it through the message, you know, you got everything done, you remembered all your verses, and you're exhausted, okay, but there's some things that need to be put in place ahead of time that will help you with that post-time and then the pre-time as well. So let me go through a couple of, of those um, type of things. Um, at the pre-time, and, and this always starts, it's making sure that your your volunteers and your people and everyone are there and they are ready. That is why it is so important for us to have, a, you know, a VIP meetings ahead of time where people come early and they're ready to go at our church service uh, here in Sinclair. Uh, I, every Sunday that I'm here and I'm on the road a lot doing some training out in different churches, but, but when I am here, uh, I'm, I'm here an hour and a half before the first service and there's already people here. I pulled up uh, the other day. Four cars in the parking lot already. Four sets of workers, of families already there, hour and a half before the first service, getting things ready and all that. That is part of that pre-time, kind of making sure that things are planned and ready and you're thinking about it ahead of time. You're If you're going to have people sign up for something, if you're going to you know, be doing something special before the service, you want it to be ready. Now, before the service, we have found that people come in and they are willing to kind of mull around and kind of look around at different things. I mean, if you got things on the wall or if you got volunteer opportunities, and that is a great place to have a sign-up person. In other words, a person is there ready with a clipboard, and this is something that's been announced ahead of time. But they are—they would approach these people and say, "Hey, are are you planning on? Can you help with this? Would you like to help with that? You know, et cetera, et cetera." They would be able to kind of go around and do that. We've also found something that works really good, and we do it all the time, is we set up a table. We put the little kind of skirt on the table and have whatever it is that we're promoting and trying to get people to sign up for or be involved in at the table. So if it were Bible studies during the week, we would have a table with a person who is, you know, going to 
teach the Bible study or be involved and you come to the table, people naturally walk up to the table. What's that all about? And they're able to talk to them ahead of time. But that all happens before the service. Now, we'll announce some of those things during the service, but people often have questions and be able to come to a table. We even have one of these little uh, tents, you know, the white tents that you kind of set up, uh, uh, you know, out in the parks for, you know, craft fairs and stuff. Uh, Our ceiling is high enough so we can put one of those up. And that is just such a magnet. People just come right to it. They, they want to do it. They come and they take some action and it's a little step and they ask about something, what they can volunteer for, what they can sign up for, and they're able to connect with a volunteer. And the volunteer is there that, that runs that department and they're able to talk and kind of share some of that. So that is an ahead of time type of thing. Another great one to do ahead of time is, and this is the simplest, again, the simplest, smallest thing is to have if someone in your church has probably needs some encouragement and they probably, you know, had a surgery or loss of loved one or whatever, we like to get a card and we fill out, you know, it's a kind of a get well card or thank you card or in sympathy card, thinking of you card. And we have someone walk around and they have the pen and they have the card and they go to different people and they say, hey, would you like to just write it with just a, a, a you know, sign your name or just write a, you know, quick word here for this person who was just in this car accident or whatever. And they go around and they do that. So now people who would come to church that normally sit there like that and, and maybe, you know, they're first timers, they don't know, you know what they're doing? They're actually doing some encouragement. They're signing their name on a card. And and I got a, uh, some feedback from a card just the other day. And it was just like they were so grateful that we had done that. And so that is a powerful, powerful thing is to be able to kind of go around. So these are but, but something that has to be thought about ahead of time, some type of engagement activity that is done ahead of time. Now, we do a variety of other things. And some of these are on the sheet that I'm going to tell you about here in just a little bit how to get there um, ahead of time. Many times in the bulletin, they open up their bulletin and we have a little sticky note that we put in there and we ask them to just put the initials of someone they're praying for uh, to come to like the you know evangelistic meetings or a you know Christmas or a big Thanksgiving dinner or some you know Easter event or whatever. They just put the initials of that person and during our, our service uh, they go and put those and stick those on a board. We have a time when they do that and put them up on a board and then we pray for all of all of those initials, all the people's names there, and the Lord knows who they are. But it just it gives them a little something to do. There are tons and tons of things that you can do where people can do stuff ahead of time. We mentioned this also uh, in our sheet here that that you'll be getting is we have a, a a guy how to get to the connection cards. If you are not using connection cards, absolutely one of the best things you can do is get people to fill out their connection cards, and many people fill those connection cards out ahead of time. They would take time to put their prayer requests on there. And you can actually do that, like maybe five minutes for your service. If things are starting to fill up, people are there. You just come, you know, go to your microphone or go up front and say, hey, it is time uh, to put your prayer requests on there. Don't forget to share your prayer requests on your connection card. We're going to be praying for those this week. Um, we'll get Our service will start in five minutes, but go ahead and put your prayer requests on there. Powerful, powerful thing that you can do there. So that is a pre-time. And you have to think about things that 
that you do ahead of time. You can, of course, add refreshments into that. And we think refreshments are great because people like to eat refreshments. We found that people like to bring refreshments. And we you know, ask people to help serve refreshments that they're involved. So refreshments is another one uh, that can be done during that entire uh, pre-time there uh, if your church is uh, involved with that. Uh, at the end of the service, so now we've kind of, at the beginning, we've got them engaged. Now at the end of the service, there are some things you can do that fit a little bit better at the end. You can still do the sign-ups. You can still have the table for Bible studies. Uh, you can still have uh, the recruitment and, you know, people going along with the, you know, the list and sign up to help here. Um, it, it just happens all the time at our church. We're always signing uh, somebody up. In fact, we we have that uh, every Sunday have a sign-up. It's really kind of one of those things that I would do every single Sunday in my church. If I were to start a brand new church, I'd have something that people could sign up for in a way that they could easily check a box and say, I'll be involved with that, or I'll help with that, or I'll give to that, or I'll you know promote that, or I'll talk about that. Every Sunday have a sign up. And so there's all sorts of things that happen at the front of the service, and those can all happen at the end of the service as well. But there are a few things at the end of the service that you can do because now you're not up against the time constraint. You can have a little bit different thing. And what we have often done is had uh, like what we call a little mini work day, okay? It's a it's a work moment, actually. It's where we have something that's planned and we just need some guys after church. Hey, guys, if you could grab all the chairs and we're going to get those out here ready and set them up for the big dinner that we're doing uh, this week, you know, our big promotion that we're doing. And you ask some people to go get the chairs and you'd be surprised how guys will go, you know, get chairs and tables and work on, you know, setting them up or just moving them. We've had food boxes and we have a food ministry, so it works well, where we've had like a hundred boxes and they just all need to be carried down to a different room and move somewhere. And our guys were able to do that, put them on carts and push the boxes. And it's sort of this mini work moment that can kind of happen after church. They don't work very well before church because people don't want to get messed up or dirty or sweaty. And and it's only like, say, it's only like five, six, seven, eight, ten minutes long. We had some windows uh, that we were putting in our church and we had to carry them upstairs. So we had like 30 brand new windows and they're kind of heavy. It took two people a person, you know, or two people it took two people to carry each window. And uh, the two people carried each window. And we had them carry them up the stairs to the second floor and get them staged ready to uh, for the work crew that was coming to put those in. So all of those things, you got to think about that ahead of time. But it's just a great little engagement moment where somebody will do that. And many times I have been an eyewitness and watched first-time visitors, never been in our church before, and they're moving boxes and they're hauling stuff and they're doing all that. Also, after church, uh, another really good one that you can do is we call it a 10-minute seminar. And it's a very specific seminar on a very specific topic, and it's after church, and you can come sit up in the front, and the pastor or someone else would teach a 10-minute seminar on a particular topic. We do them often on child rearing, so, you know, anybody that has problems with an angry child or an angry grandchild, if you want to learn how to deal with an angry person, uh, we're going to be teaching on that going to give you some handouts and it's going to be 10 minutes and after church is over we're going to play one song and then you come up front and sit in the front row and we're going to uh, hand these things out to you and talk to you about it so that is a great way to get people we've also had what we call 10 minute party we've had a 10 minute reception we've had a 10 minute you know taco bar whatever you can just go we've had special food we've had special things we've had uh, little videos we've had all sorts of different little things where people kind of stay for 10 minutes because they're already there they stay for 10 minutes and go watch a special 
special little video and then we do a little promotion on whatever that happens to be. There's a lot of different ways that you can do that afterwards. Now, you can also tie that, especially in in uh, in America anyway, if churches end it's about lunchtime, you can have that to a, add to a meal and they would stay longer and you would have some lengthier training and that works really well for us. We also do after church what we call a tour, a get to know tour. It's and it's where people are new to the church and they've never been there before. They they need to they can kind of learn a little bit about the church. They can learn they can see the building. They can you know do a couple different things and we kind of explain a few things and we you know it's just a ten minute tour after church. We invite people to hang out afterwards and it starts right over there in that room in about sixty seconds. So head on over there and we go over there and then boom we have someone that that gives them a little tour. So all of those are pre-time, post-time. These are very powerful moments that you can actually really take advantage of. You got to think about that is your best engagement time, uh, you know, for physical engagement to, to get them going. Now, I promised something for the last few weeks. I've been working on it. And that is I've been putting everything together in a, what I call an idea sheet here. And yours will be full color because it's coming to you as a PDF, but it is two full pages of ideas and explanations of how to get better and effective engagement and we know that effective engagement changes everything and we need to we need to be good at this is when people don't just come to church but you know to participate but they actually come in and they engage in church and you can get that uh, by following a link right here on this page uh, we'll put it in the the notes below uh, on the youtube and the podcast also you can just go to reachkeep.com slash engagement okay so the reachkeep Dot com slash and then uh, the word engagement that'll get you there reachkeep.com our main page is going to have a have a, a link to this and you'll be able to go there enter your email address and you hit the button and you go ping it's going to be right there uh, for you instantly and uh, so we've been working really hard to make that for you we love doing resources for our churches we love the local church we love uh, we love it that you love the local church as well. So, hey, I've got to get going. Uh, if this was helpful for you, please do look around on your screen right there, and there's a little thumbs up guy somewhere. Uh, hit that little thumbs up button. I appreciate that. And share this uh, with somebody. If you are on podcast, you can hit the subscribe button. We appreciate that uh, oh so very much. And I will let you go. Again, Mike Holmes from ReachKeep.com, Sinclair Baptist Church, uh, coming to you here today uh, with this great stuff on how to be more effective in our engagement you can go back in our youtube and see some things we've already done and we've got a couple more uh, weeks of this coming up it's a very powerful topic i'm very excited to be able to share all of these things with you so uh, thanks for being with us here today god bless you make sure you serve the lord with gladness enter to his gates with thanksgiving and we will see you next week take care